0: This is DJ Dr. Chris. Hey
1: guys, it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Brie.
0: Today I'm going to talk about why I hate the term functional fitness. And as you saw on our
1: Instagram post, we're going to be discussing red light therapy.
0: And after that, we'll pop open a bottle and see what comes out. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, Bree. Well, I, uh, I chose a very clickbaity uh, topic today. Uh, would you like me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I I got this topic because I was just uh, in the gym just joined a new gym and and I see all these signs. We only do functional strength training, functional fitness here, sign up with our trainers for functional fitness, yada, yada. It's got this like air of like elite snobbery (laughs) around it. Um, So I kind of hate this term. So so I've been in the like fitness industry for a couple of decades now. I was a trainer, Pilates instructor, now therapist. Uh, so I've seen a lot of like trends kind of come and go. And this one, I don't know, it just irks me <laughs> because it, it, I don't know, it doesn't really mean a whole lot to me. Uh, functional, like like what is functional? It's like, well, things that we do. So I think functional means it works. Yeah. I want you to chime in because I'm going to kind of rant here. So I feel like you know, jump in wherever you want, because I want to debate this a little bit. Um, and we have this term, too, in physical therapy. Like, we have different charges. There's therapeutic exercise, which is, like, doing single joint stuff, where functional, like, therapeutic activity. is like, multi-joint stuff. It's usually things that end in an ING, like walking, squatting, stepping, things like that. So, somehow, it's made its way into the fitness industry. I think, I'm not sure of its origin. I feel like it was born out of CrossFit. Well, I think CrossFit started doing this thing um, and had the whole minimal style. And then a lot of trainers that didn't want to do CrossFit. And, you know, if you're a trainer listening to this or coach, uh, please uh, hit me up and tell me if I'm just being ignorant. But I think um, it came out of like a lot of coaches wanting to do similar movements to CrossFit, but not calling it CrossFit. That's where I think it came from. So my beef with this term is like, you know, Suddenly, it's like hard to find a bench press in a gym. And like, you know, doing bicep curls is like no longer cool, right? Because it's not functional. But my contention is that why is a bicep curl not functional? Like, haven't you ever had to lift something up with your arms before? (laughs) You know, why is a bench press not functional? Like, haven't you ever had to like push your buddy's car whose battery died? Or
1: I've never done that. I call it toe drop.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> I've had to do it a number of times, or what if you're in a fight, you have to push somebody away. Okay. Don't you think <laughs> like having a strong bench press might help you out with that? I think it would. Right. Maybe. Like uh, these are all human movements, like even doing like a wrist curl, you know, which seems like nothing. Okay. You gotta use your wrists like, every, like, so there's a reason our body moves the way it does, because it's all functional. You know, like calf raises aren't functional. Why don't you have to run, jump, walk? That's all using your calf. So it kind of doesn't make sense to me. And here's the funny part is like, you know, a lot of the, um, gyms are like dishing a bench press and now they're doing like kettlebell swings, Turkish get ups, things like that. And not, I have nothing wrong with that. You know, I actually really like CrossFit. I like Olympic lifting and stuff like that. You know, I have no problem with some doing someone doing like a split jerk, but those if you're gonna pick a functional activity, why is doing a Turkish getup more functional than like a bicep curl? Like when have you ever picked something up off the ground in a Turkish getup style? Or when have you ever in like human movement done something similar to kettlebell swing? Those are awesome, they they kick your ass, they're great, great workouts, but I just don't see why that's more functional than anything else. And, you know, then there's the argument of, okay, well, maybe it's single joint versus compound movement. Well, then you're just swapping the term out compound movement for functional. But here's the thing is the human body It's very rare to absolutely isolate only one muscle at a time. And there's been EMG studies that look at uh, bicep curls. Did you know your core is actually more active than your bicep in a bicep curl? Right. So it's the human body. You're always using almost all your muscles at once. It's just, just a different ratios. So, you know, this idea of uh, single joint isolation is a little bit of a, I don't know. I, I could argue that all day. <laughs> so it
1: seems like you're very mm. bothered by this. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, I it just, it's just the newest trend and, you know, I, I actually really enjoy bench press. I have a bit of powerlifting background. So I hate when I walk into a gym, it's like, there's no bench press here. I got to do push-ups. Push-ups are boring. <laughs> push-ups are boring. That's another I, example. I mean, like that's getting of of off boring. the ground, right? Push-up is the you know, same as a bench press basically, but that's getting off the ground. Why is that? But I feel
1: like you have to use more of your body with a push-up than a bench press.
0: Okay. Well, so here's another argument. So, um, if the idea is like, you know, isolation is stupid because you should be able to use all your body at once. Right. Okay so that's like saying to be good at basketball just play basketball all right yeah you'll get marginally better by just playing basketball but the way humans learn is to break things into components and then put it all together that's just normal human learning right you could just play you could just scrimmage you could play basketball all day and get a little bit better but you could also practice your dribbling practice your shooting do you know conditioning strength training and then you put all those little components that you've broken down into one, you know, and then you put it together. That's where people really excel. So I think the same thing is true. If you want to get checked, right. You could just do some kettlebell swings and some other functional movements, but you could also do sort of individual tasks and then put it all together. I think that makes a whole lot more sense. So I don't know,
1: like I'm not the best on this topic.
0: <laughs> However,
1: I just, like, I feel like when you're playing something repetitively, Yes, you will get better because you're practicing the motion, you're practicing the movement, and when you're put in the situation, your brain knows what to do. It's like muscle memory. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can do other sports and it's going to help with your agility and your physical aspect of it. But if you're put in a situation, you may not know what to do. I think that's why they're like, practice that one sport over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, but you could also make the argument too, right? So, say, you've got, uh, you say you're right-handed and you've got a really good layup on your right, but you can't do a layup with your left and you, you know, you're just, all you doing is playing basketball. Well, you're going to always kind of go to that side. So you can always use your right. You're going to come under the basket somehow and do some weird layup on your right. And you're never really going to practice your left-hand layup. Well,
1: why don't, why wouldn't you practice your left hand?
0: Well, if you're just playing the game to, to win, you're not going to, start practicing skills that you're not good at in the game. And situation. practice and
1: practice. Exactly. You don't practice that in a
0: game. That's exactly my point, right? So no. you break break down the components individually and then you start to put together in, in game time, you know? I don't
1: know if I agree with that, but I see what you're
0: <laughs> <we want. laughs> So in other words, if you want to do an awesome kettlebell swing and you could also train your legs, train your shoulders, train your core, and then that's going to up your kettlebell swing. That's my point. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I don't know. There's just uh, I feel like in the fitness industry, there's a lot of uh, a lot of disdain. A lot of coaches kind of hating on each other, especially in the social space. Especially on like Instagram, there's a lot of like, oh, don't do it this way. You gotta do it this way. I see that constantly, and it just I don't know. drives me crazy. I think
1: being the cheerleader that I am. If you're out there trying, you're doing the best that you can Uh go for it
0: sitting
1: on your ass.
0: Totally agree. But so why do we have to put all these like terms on things and make things like the right way and the wrong way to do stuff? I think that turns people off to movement and, and exploring movement and getting in the gym. I mean, these things are create barriers for people. It doesn't make things easier. I
1: think it's for the people that like have already done this and they want to like enhance their training ability they want something a little harder
0: yeah that's totally fine that's just so just you know that's where there's a spectrum you got to meet people where they're at totally you know some people have never you know worked out a day in life well i don't want them going into the gym very first day just doing cowbell swings maybe have no idea you know how to load their joints uh you know that
1: (laughs) depends on your trainer because my trainer would never do that
0: Right, because he's probably not in this like, I only do functional fitness. She realm.
1: I thought it was she, a he. No, I thought, it was, was I thought it was Dave. Her was name it? is Sarah. Who is Dave?
0: I don't know. The one Mike always talks about Dave Hopla.
1: No, he's a basketball coach <laughs> <laughs> or trainer.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I thought he trained you guys, too. Didn't you have a male trainer? Oh. No,
1: no, 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 no. Um, yes, yeah, Sarah is amazing. She's my trainer. She's out of Naples. I'll give her a shout out.
0: Well, why don't we get her on the podcast?
1: We should. We could. Maybe next week.
0: All right. Tell her. Okay, I think my rant's over. I'm out of breath. You're out of breath.
1: (laughs) Well, Chris, that was very informative, Uh, mm -hmm. (laughs) kind (laughs) of.
0: I mean, you know, I, I am always like doing these nerdy topics and presenting, you know research studies and stuff that i'm sure some of the audience and definitely your sister get bored of <laughs> so every now and then i gotta throw in a pure opinion piece and that was my yes. one for the year <laughs> all right so what's going on with you brie
1: all right so your i won't even say weekly because we have been shit on this but your dose of bs <laughs> hopefully back to weekly we are going to be talking about a red light special you know i always think about that tlc song um but i won't sing it for you ha if you saw our instagram post or our tiktok red light therapy is the new wave and of course yours truly is already on it and trying to figure out how to help with these stretch marks people um i've only had one session i'm going to do another session this week and then another session next week but um let's just talk about what red light therapy is um, is a controversial therapeutic technique that is used as a red low-level wavelength to treat skin issues, such as wrinkles, scars, permanent wounds, among other conditions. Um, it was found in the, founded in the early nineties, but it helps promote photosynthesis of plants. So they decided to see what it would do to the human cells. Well, it found out that red light therapy could increase energy inside the human cells and this also helped treat much muscle atrophy. I always say that word wrong. Muscle atrophy, which helps with slowing wound healing, which helps. Sorry. Y'all know my tongue gets tired sometimes when I get excited about stuff because I'm really hoping this helps my stretch marks. Okay. So it it, it could be an effective way to treat muscle atrophy, comma, <laughs> slow wound healing, comma, and bone density issues caused by weightlessness during space travel. I think that's very cool. So other names for Real light therapy are low level light therapy, soft laser therapy, cold laser therapy, bone stimulation, phototonic stimulation, low power laser therapy. Um, So So the one that we have at the office in Synergy is called the Poly. So that's what I did the um, TikTok on. So what Poly does pretty much is more of a cosmetic type thing. So it's found in a lot of salons and it helps reduce. Some offices have found it helps treat like dermatological dermatological conditions such as psoriasis and acne as well. Um, Let's see.
0: I think it activates mitochondria. Am I right about that? Does it mention anything about mitochondria? I didn't
1: see that in the um, paper I was looking at, but I'm sure it, I can go a little bit deeper, but it didn't say that here. Okay. Um, but the poly, the one that we have in the office, the main thing they say is called poly because it's used for all skin types, which of course, I'm um, a you know a fan of there's the red light therapy there's the infrared light therapy and then there's the blue therapy um it has five panels you gotta put it on your face your stomach you just sit there for 10 to 20 minutes and then you're done um and it doesn't hurt like you would, it's, the lights are kind of bright as you saw but there's no heat to it it warms a little bit because you're having lights on your body that's like if you're sitting in front of a lamp it's going to get warm, but it doesn't burn you. And I mean, like I said, if this works, I'm totally going to like promote it more. And I feel like this may be an answer to what some people are looking for. I don't, I like stretch marks are really hard. I feel like they're trying to come up with a way to help the wound healing process with that situation and issue. Cause there's not really anything out there. Um, there's other laser therapies that are supposed to like, like, literally laser the stretch mark away, but it's not for all skin types. And that's what people have to realize as well. So to find something that can help cure or treat the stretch marks, this is big for like the cosmetic industry.
0: So you've only done done one treatment on that so far, right? I've only done one treatment. And what about, are you still sticking with, was it like the cold therapy, the cool sculpting? Well, we hadn't talked about
1: that yet. That's another yeah. one oh, that I'm oh,
0: going to... Oh, spoiler alert. Uh, and yeah. then there was, there was a cream that you used too, right? Yes. The um, B-flat.
1: Yeah. I mean, I used that and I used it for like about 45 days. It says 60 days. I don't know. Okay. So I can't really tell you if it worked or not because my stretch marks were so new. And then of course I was like, I got to get them off. I got to get them off. And I was rubbing my stomach with it. So, of course, the parents looked better, but I don't know if that's because over time they were going to fade
0: anyway. Yeah, weren't you, doing, weren't you doing one half of your stomach?
1: I was in one half for my stomach. <coughs> and that's what I'm saying. Both looks, they look about the
0: same. Okay, gotcha. So right.
1: I don't know if one half is a little tighter, if the other half is like saggier because it's supposed to help tighten and like give you a whole new tummy. I don't have that. Also, I have to say when I was reading the reviews online, they said you're supposed to have a burning type sensation. I only had the burning type sensation when I would rub it on my stomach and then put my belly band on. So my stomach and skin muscles were like closed together. And then it felt, I felt the burn. If I had it just loose, I didn't feel the burn at all. So I don't know if I had too much excess skin or fact that it did not work properly, mm. I feel like it's more for someone that doesn't have that much weight to lose, like maybe a little extra pouch here and there for them to rub it on, then they would
0: get better results as well. Sounds like a flaw in the study design. See what we, what you surely really the way to do it is twin studies. So if you had a twin sister, oh, yeah. identical and you guys both got pregnant at the same time, both had same sex child, same weight same you know everything. Uh, and both has stretch marks. Then one of you does half of your stomach of treatment, and another other half non treatment. You do the B flat, and she does the whatever the other one was. That's the right way to do it. Yeah, but but only that three. free yeah, you messed it up. No, <laughs> damn.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But either way, I mean, it was fun using it. If it worked a little bit, that's better than nothing in my eyes. So
0: cool. Well. Uh, I'm excited to see the results of the red light therapy. Me too. Uh, What about hair loss? Does it help with that? I feel like these things kind of all, they always throw throw in the hair loss. But PRP does. Does it? Have you seen it in action?
1: No, but PRP has been around for a long time. And that is one thing because it helps stimulate hair growth. You can do PRP for hair loss.
0: Um, A certain golfer that we know, he was using PRP for that, right? who someone you work with <laughs> no you didn't Oh, i thought you didn't. No. okay uh-uh. all right. that's a bummer all right well maybe we should save some more of that juicy conversation for the popping bottles part are you ready i, I believe it
1: no i all need right. to go get a bottle and then go i'll be
0: one. ready go get one i'll be back guys well me too we'll do a small pause in the recording here all Brie. Right, Bree. Okay, so what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking our good old Tito's and water with the lemon.
0: Okay, I'm having the same thing. Really? You
1: a lemon or lime?
0: Well, no, no. I didn't put any salad on there. Just vodka water. Salad. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, another spoiler. We didn't actually pop in a bottle. That's just a sound effect, but whatever. We love it. We're keeping it. We're keeping it. And I
1: mean, technically, vodka is a bottle.
0: Yeah, but it's more of a swivel than a pop.
1: Yes, true. Unless we'll you pop that, unless swivels. you pop
0: that little annoying piece of plastic on there off,
1: you swivel it on off.
0: <laughs> all right. So what's going on in the world of Brie?
1: Um, nothing much. We had a great vacation this past mm-hmm. weekend.
0: Yep, Tell them all about it.
1: We went to um, Port Myers Beach. We um, played in the sand. We had some good food. The baby came. She had her first beach experience. Um, We just had a good time overall. Like we drank, we ate, we enjoyed company. We saw sunset kind of, sort of. And that was really it. But it was fun. It was like a good time with good people. We should have podcasted there. That would have been good. Because we drank the entire time.
0: Yeah. So, listeners, uh, Bree and Mike were kind enough to invite us along. So, my wife and I came and uh, my son, Andre. And uh, we, it was awesome, like this she said. And let's do a little honest review of South Beach Grill. So, let me give you my two cents. So, cool place. Um, <laughs> Bree's like shaking her head. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's just very clear that it's seasoned in Florida and it's super busy. The place is packed and this, you know, Sort of the great resignation reared its ugly head. Um, they definitely were short staffed. Our wares were great. They were awesome. They were funny. They were cool. Uh, but the oysters we got were warm. <laughs> They're supposed to be raw. Uh, and then the steaks, that, and most of us ordered steaks. They all kind of. I didn't around. order
1: steaks. I knew better.
0: Yeah, well, mine was super rare, which I actually don't mind. I ate it anyways, but it was pretty cold. Uh, So clearly some things were sitting up in the window for a while. And I think, you know, I didn't want to blame anybody. I just think it was just supply and demand. But there's not, you know, my wife is a server. They can't get any help. No one's taking jobs these days. So it's crazy. Cool place, though. I'm sure it has been better in the past, right? Um,
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I would, I would go back. I would definitely give them a second chance. The menu looked really good, and the service was good. Besides the fact that, you know, food was just off temp. Just, just off, but, just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, my heart goes out to the restaurant people. I, you know, I was a bartender for ten years. I know what it's like. So, I would go back. Well, see,
1: then as long as you would go back, that's all that matters.
0: Yeah. So what else? We had a little bit of drama. You probably don't want to get into that. No problem there. <laughs> don't. There's always drama
1: <laughs> when you go on vacation. Yeah. There is like, it's never like it's going to be easy peasy. There's always yeah. some type of, even like before I got married, we would go to like girls trips. Somebody's mm-hmm. always crying over something. And it's just like, there, if, I feel like it's not a successful trip unless somebody cries.
0: Yeah, I like and that. I feel like
1: everybody cried this whole trip.
0: Yeah, Even what? Chris. Did I? Oh, wait, what, yeah, what was I crying over? He we was watch kind a movie. Of
1: my sister singing.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a softie. I'm such a softie. You know, <laughs> I think <laughs> he was singing like a Disney song. You're the two of you both have beautiful voices. Yeah, just huh. I, you know, I had no idea. So and I get, you know, as a baby, my parents just tell me that when my dad he would play the harmonica, it would make me cry. I don't know oh why. Oh my
1: gosh. But yeah, That's I'm like
0: whole thing. I just like music just gets me. I don't know. I can't explain it. Movies, like the like the weirdest thing. So you know, um that movie with De Niro he's like a gangster and he's suddenly like crying at everything no. <laughs> that's that's me I'm <laughs> it, but it, you're it, not
1: a gangster but we'll go ahead we'll go with that
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's like crying at commercials it's hilarious uh my wife it pisses her off so much because I didn't cry for our wedding but there's this movie uh, I probably have told the story on the podcast before this movie Goon which is like a hockey movie it's about oh it's about this guy who just like he's a bouncer and he gets recruited to fight um <laughs> just to be an enforcer like just a kind of almost a slapstick style movie but i don't know it makes me cry <laughs> it's, it's so stupid like
1: i'm walking down the aisle and you did not tear up at all
0: <laughs> you know what it,
1: cry on this movie
0: i don't cry for happy i don't cry for sad i cry for pride I, I don't know anything that makes me feel proud and i don't know why music does that to me too um, that gets me for whatever reason, like if I was an Olympic athlete and won a gold medal, I would be a mess. I'd be a mess on the podium, <laughs> but that's happy. Chris, you, I mean, maybe we should discuss emotions
1: on the next podcast. That is a feeling of emotion. That's happy.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I think you could separate those two. I mean, you you can definitely be, I definitely think bride brings happy, but that's different. There's okay. like happy that you're just having a good time, happy. But then there is proud, happy. I think those are very different emotions. OK, I don't know. What do you think?
1: I think they fall into around the same category. However, as long as you know that like because like the, the feeling of being proud of something brings you happiness, which is maybe why you're crying
0: so yeah why didn't i cry at my wedding i definitely felt happy and excited and like nervous excitement you know uh maybe the excitement the nervousness kept you from crying it's almost like achievements of the athletic variety seems to get me for i don't know why it's weird that's okay (laughs) or like protection i guess that's why goon gets me it's like the main character is uh, protecting like the star player uh, something about that i don't know i don't know what it is protecting the family anyways uh olympics uh speaking of um eileen goo can we talk about that for a second mm. did, did you see any of that drama i don't know this drama this okay, is we
1: can't talk about it
0: well so don't i know
1: a lot about it
0: please. i only i only know a little bit so this is probably like a hot button topic right now i probably get a whole bunch of hate mail but this is what i know fantastic skier congratulations mm-hmm. to her Won some medals uh american american citizen from san francisco like she's straight up american mothers from beijing yeah so she decided to compete for china which i thought was weird i don't know you could just like opt to like yeah well, i've got chinese background i can just you know consider myself chinese for this uh <laughs> for the medal um so I was like, I Googled Eileen Gu Cause I just want to see what the internet reacted to that. And The very, you know, how Google auto populates. The first yeah. thing that populated was traitor. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> so yeah, I think there's a lot of mixed feelings about her right now.
1: I can, but, I can believe that. Yeah.
0: But I did think it was weird. Cause I, I saw her talking about why she chose to compete for China. She's like, well, my mother's from Beijing and the Olympics were in Beijing. And that was like one of her deciding factors. So I was like, well, what if the Olympics were in like Germany? So then you'd be American? I don't know. That just seems weird to me.
1: Well, no, because I mean, is so why is she American? Like, is she American because her father's American and she was born in America
0: or is she She's American citizen?
1: Like, so she was born in America or did she get her as, citizenship?
0: I, as far as I know, she's born here. Uh, I could be wrong about that, though. I don't know. I
1: was like, because that's a lot of different. Like, I can see a lot of stuff going into play with that. Because that's like any person that, like, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't really bother me. That's probably why I don't know a lot about it, because I'm just like, I really don't give a damn. But, like, if she was born in America, however, she was raised in Beijing, but came back and forth because of her parents, she may feel like the culture of both countries. Do you see what I'm saying?
0: Well, yeah, as far as I know, she's born and raised.
1: Beijing more than... Or what is Beijing like? Is that like what would I say? Is, is it Chinese?
0: Yeah, that's a city in China,
1: so it's like she may feel like she's more Chinese
0: than American. Well, as or far Asian. as I know, her, her parents and her that's they're all the wrong thing to I say think... in general. Yeah, careful. I feel like we're touching yeah. some. These very are like touchy political. topics here so not
1: as ignorance and i do not want to offend anybody
0: so i'm asking a
1: question this is not me trying to like like if you have a like question or you would like to correct me i'm very open to listen and learn from the process unlike some people
0: well maybe we should put a poll on our instagram say like should she have competed for the united states or china just out of curiosity no judgment it'd be fun
1: i mean i don't feel like the topic we're talking about, is too touchy. Like, this is literally like we should be able to discuss this. This is what Poppin' Bottles is about. Yeah. However, I feel like it is how she feels inside. And if she feels like her mom is more who she identifies with, then that is where she should go.
0: So, you know, I'm mostly Italian descent. Uh, and you know, my dad's Italian, um, you know, it's not like he speaks Italian or anything like that, but his, his parents are basically well, i think it was his grandparents were basically off the boat so would that mean if i was like olympic hockey player i could just like be like eh, i think i'm going to play for italy you know like does it have well, to be one go,
1: did you ever go to italy did you ever spend time there did you ever spend yeah. time in the culture and, and be immersed in the culture do you feel like i feel like i'm more italian than american but i live here and i was born here like that's what i'm saying like if i decided that one day i want to go to italy and with Elizabeth, and then we get there, and we're like, "Oh, we really like this place." And but she was born in America, but she spent a lot of time in Italy. So why does she have to be like, "Well, you know what? I was born in America, so therefore, I have to be an American."
0: Well, yeah, I did spend some time in Italy, and I loved it. It was awesome. Um, How beautiful. much time did you spend? Just a you know like a week or something like that. But um,
1: that is not what's
0: well, no, I know, but. Uh, Has Eileen Gu even been to China? I have no idea. Maybe she has. But um, I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. So where do we draw a line? Like if my is it first generation, second generation? How many generations removed? Does it get to the point where you're just straight up American? You know, it's kind of interesting. And the other thing
1: is, which I just recently found this out. Didn't I know, like when you are from like Scotland or Ireland, if your mother or your grandmother was born there, And they move to America, you still have dual citizenship.
0: Yeah, there's certain countries where you like US reciprocates, and certain countries they don't. So Ireland
1: and Scotland do. So if my grandma was born in Scotland and then they moved to America, I can be Scottish or I can be Irish because of my maternal history.
0: So that's another interesting question because I don't think China allows for dual citizenship in the United States. But I think they're like, we'll give you a pass on this one because you're going to probably win some medals for us.
1: <laughs> that I don't know. So that's something we should look into. Or you can.
0: Well, <laughs> I, 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 you know, can kind I of quickly Google this stuff? So, you know, again, I might be wrong. I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, interesting questions. When does an American become American? I think in like, Five hundred years, we'll all just be American living here, right? That'll be like a, a culture, you know, a nationality. A nationality, right? Right, like like Brazilians. We talked about this recently. Like, obviously, they're invaded by Portugal, and at what point did the Portuguese people, uh, that you know, mingled with the Brazilian natives? When did it all just become Brazilian? I feel like it just takes a few hundred years. Then you're just Brazilian. Then you're
1: just Brazilian. Yeah. Because you were born in Brazil.
0: Yeah. So when when do we all just become Americans? But
1: what about is like if you're born in Brazil, but then your parents took you back to Portugal, then you would be I'm from Portugal. This is where I was raised. Yeah, because I feel like that when that's even when people ask me now, like, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from South Carolina. I live in Florida, but I'm not a Floridian. I'm from South Carolina. Oh,
0: this now, is fun. This is a fun. Topic after too. being
1: here for a couple of years, I could say if I go to like New York. Oh, where are you from? Oh, we're from Florida.
0: Yes, I, I always wanted to. Or am
1: I from South Carolina?
0: So say you're 80 now and you spent, you know, 20 years in the Carolinas and 60 years in Florida. Where are you from now? Are you still from the Carolinas?
1: It depends. Because if I don't consider Florida my home, I'm going to say I'm from the Carolinas.
0: Okay, let's say you've been now in Florida 60 years. You're 80 years old. You love Florida. You cheer for all the Florida teams. Your kids are in Florida. All your family's in Florida.
1: Then I would say I'm from Florida. So that's what my point was about her. She may not feel she is American. She may feel she's Asian.
0: Okay, so let's go with that for a second. So say the Olympics were being held in Turkey. Now she's got the, cho- the choice to you know, compete for China or the United States. Her rationale, according to her, you know, her little interview, was that she's doing it because she was in Beijing, the Olympics were in Beijing. So that, does that change anything?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I will never have to have that problem or issue because there was no way I'll be going to the Olympics.
0: See, going back to the Florida thing, I think it's like when you've spent the majority of your life in that one spot, then you're you're in Florida. I
1: don't agree with that.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I say that I'll always be a Boston Bruins fan and a Patriots fan. Sorry, everybody. Um, Yeah. Do you just never take the Boston out of somebody? I don't know. Yeah, it's different. It just depends on
1: which culture. like what do you like what do you like because like some people like they may not like where they have to live but they live there because of their family and all this stuff but it doesn't mean they want to be there necessarily and they're just like yeah you know I'm from South Carolina I'm a South Carolinian however I've been in Florida for the past 50 years and I've seen stuff change but my roots are South Carolinian
0: so, do you think the problem lies more in do you like the place that you've spent most of your time in, or do you identify with the place? It can be both. We need rules, Brie.
1: <laughs> Why do we have to have rules? No reason for rules. Because
0: the Olympics, because no Eileen Gu has got medals for China, not the United States. We need rules. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And again, we need to remember, it's just a game. What what if it comes down to like a one medal difference? U.S. takes first or second versus China because of one medal?
1: It's just a game.
0: Not to some people. I mean, to to, to you and I, it is. But
1: Americans are amazing and we should win. Yes, I think America should take home the gold. However, it is just a game.
0: That's what that's what you and I feel, but there are people that have a whole lot of money invested in this stuff. and There's people that'll make a lot of money or lose a lot of money based off of who wins mm-hmm. and loses. Again. And I'm not just talking about gamblers. There is yeah. big time corporate interest in this type of thing. So, <sighs> so I'm sure some people are very pissed off. I don't, I personally don't care <laughs> at all.
1: <laughs> so funny.
0: <laughs> Anyways, I identify with Florida now. I like the how
1: that's a lot. Cause you literally say I'm from Boston.
0: Yeah. Well, if people say like, where are you originally from? Say, yeah. I'm from Boston. Yeah. What, what, you know, what sports teams do you like? I don't really care about sports teams that much, except for the Bruins because I have sentimental value there. Cause I've met a bunch of the Boston Bruins when I was a kid. And those are my idols. Mm. It inspired me to play hockey. Other than that, I love Florida. I love the culture down here. It's got its own unique brand of, like a lot of Hispanic culture, especially Southern Florida. Um, I don't want to say it's a melting pot per se, but it's like a very unique blend. Well, it's very Hispanic, you know, in Southern Florida, which I think is awesome because I love coladas (laughs) (laughs) and empanadas, Empanadas. Um, which, you know, before I moved down here, I thought a colada was a pina colada, but if you're listening and you haven't been to Florida, The colada is like a triple espresso with a little bit of sugar and they serve it in this little weird styrofoam cup and they give you these mini plastic shot glasses and you're meant to share it amongst your friends. It's very interesting. You know how a colada? No, I don't drink coffee. What? Yes, I get high on life. Speaking of high, I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm taking in some fumes here. My whole house is being painted. Oh, geez. Yeah. So my house is in complete disarray. It looks like um you know, in the movies where they go into like a house where someone may have died and everything's like covered in plastic. That's what my house looks like right now.
1: Then, what are y'all going to sleep in?
0: Well, my bed is my bedroom, they haven't got to yet, so I still have my little sanctuary. But, like, literally, I'm sitting on my patio recording this podcast, and all of my furniture from my living room is sitting outside the patio. So, I, can, I have to like step over furniture just to get to the microphone. Well, that sucks, but it'll be over soon. It didn't take long to the paint. They're doing the ceilings and the walls and the trim. It's a big Maybe job.
1: a week and a half.
0: There are How like many day-
1: painters do they have?
0: There's three. and they're, It's a day four right now. So, Oh, geez. Yeah. They're but they're doing a really good job. In fact, uh, this painter it was my Lyft driver. <laughs> this is another thing I love about Florida.
1: We do not recommend.
0: <laughs> no, honestly, this is one of the tough things about Florida. It's hard to get people to show up for work. So, yeah, you know, we had this we had this Lyft driver and he seemed really cool and um, uh, he hungry. Like he's just moved here from Venezuela, so he's hungry for work. So, we you know, he came over, gave us a good price and we said, let's do it. Let's oh, my it. gosh. <laughs> I find that it's better to go with your gut and, and, you know, do you trust the person? I think that matters the most when it comes to jobs like this.
1: You know, I can see that, too. I can see that too. All
0: right, Bree, I can tell you're getting tired.
1: I just feel like the vodka may be kicking in. <laughs> Do you want to wind this one down? Um, yes, but guys, let me tell you: one, don't drink teetos on an empty stomach. Two, um, tune in, subscribe, send us questions, and if we offended anyone, I'm sorry. Sometimes I just say stuff when I've been drinking. I don't mean, but literally I'm very like open about a lot of stuff and I want people to correct me if I do something wrong. Um, And just listen, find us on Spotify, find find us on iTunes, find us anywhere you can and email us, DM us, talk to us, let us know what you're thinking. And that way we have more content for you guys because we're trying to revamp this up a little bit.
0: Yeah, so trainers, coaches, if I'm uh, totally off on what functional fitness and functional training means, send me some hate mail, please. Uh, enlighten me. And also uh, all those that have a strong opinion on Eileen Gu and her, her traitorous decision. Let me know what you think. I find it now. Yes. <laughs> let Chris know. All right, guys, this is Poppin' Bottles. We'll talk to you, I'd say, next week, but probably very soon.
1: <laughs> Bye.
0: See you, Bray. Do you have unexplained pain, or do you wonder just how healthy you are? When was the last time you had your blood tested? Blood chemistry analysis is a great way to stay ahead of any health conditions, and now you can have control of your health with Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is an incredible company that sends blood tests to your home. You can choose from over 30 different tests, whether that's liver function, testosterone, micronutrient, cholesterol, or C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation. It's sent to you with free shipping, and you get your results in two to five days. No physician referral needed. Use the code DPT30 for 30% off. Go to letsgetchecked.com and use the code DPT30.